Hey, what's going on, everybody? And I, for once, I'm not saying Niner fam. Uh, it's uh, this is the actual Odd Couple podcast. It's going to be under the Niner Fanatic podcast uh, to a banner today, but it's really the Odd Couple podcast. And I'm happy to have my guy Nate, Nate Nathan Thayer, with me today. And uh, like uh, we did this, uh, we tried this a long time ago when we were first starting this whole thing. And now Nate found some time for me, so I'm excited to have him on today. And we're really going to be talking about NFC West, uh, all the everything NFC West today. So this is really going to be a combined division uh, podcast. And uh, but Nate, hey bro, how you doing? Like long time no talk, and like uh, what and how, how's everything going? Uh, doing all right over here, man. It's it's just yeah, it's been it's been kind of a wild couple months. You know, uh, I moved a few months ago, and I just I've just had a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff happening at home so but i have been watching and i'm i'm loving what you're doing with it you know and, and as much as it makes me a little sick in here to watch Niners stuff you're my boy for like 30 something years <laughs> yeah, for sure so you know like you, I, now you're telling people how old i am like uh... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like it's uh yeah, and i saw your picture of your you sent me pictures of your place it's fucking beautiful bro like uh so uh, proud, proud of you for, for everything that you're doing. And like, uh, and it's, but super excited. We got one more week to go till real foot. Actually not even a week. Uh, we've got a few days, especially for you. Cause I think your game is on Thursday, right? Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. We get everybody's Super Bowl favorite coming to town yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to kick things off. <laughs> They're listed as the number one uh, the number one roster on the, in the NFL, and I like uh, it'll be they're a stacked team. I saw them play a couple of games in yeah. in preseason, and but uh, but yeah, why don't we start with your team, like uh, with the Rams, the they're the Super Bowl champions. It, ugh, like, uh, but <laughs> like here we yeah. are, <laughs> like five days, bro. This still counts for like five days. So you, you guys got to suck it up on here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> It's really hard to look at, but I mean, it is what it is. Like uh, we're still winning overall in the overall ring ring uh, details. So like it's, I, I guess I can stand it for at least one more season. But yeah, like you guys are Super Bowl champs. Uh, still high expectations for you guys. I think I see a lot of a lot of uh, the national guys still calling you guys in the Super Bowl. How do you feel about your team, the Rams, and how do you feel about like how confident are you going into this season? Um, honestly, with the schedule that we're facing, uh, us drawing Buffalo is our as our is our game seventeen, you know, which which winds up being opening night. Um, with what the AFC West, the overhaul the AFC West has gone through, and us having to play them this year. Um, you know, man, like it's hard to, we got a Super Bowl chance schedule, yeah. which is why it's so hard to repeat, you know, I mean, Absolutely. teams, teams win it. And then the NFL just throws the house at them. You know, I mean, we play everybody, we, we play everybody who matters that, that they could possibly schedule besides the off teams in the AFC and other divisions. Anybody, anybody who's any, anybody from the NFC, the Rams score up with this year. So yeah. let alone our own division where we're going to have you guys who, you guys bring your lunch pail every time. And we already know how this series has been going lately. You know, we got the big one that counted, but it was six straight to that point. Um, yeah. You know, and some, just some ugly performances by us. Uh, Arizona is going to be a team that I still feel is going to be a nine to 10 win team that might sniff the wild card, but I don't see them doing anything. And Seattle is in full desert 
dry. We're starting from scratch. Yeah. We have two. Full, we have we have we have what they have. Lockett, Metcalf, Adams, and Diggs, and the stepkids. So, like, yeah. I mean, it's hard to imagine them winning more than five or six games, you know. But to Pete Carroll's credit, he has shocked us before. So, you know, to see them throw in a game where, you know, they ruined somebody's season or something like that, win seven, eight games, I wouldn't be stunned. But yeah. just to, to call them a contender for anything would definitely be a stretch. Yeah. But uh, as far as the Rams go, you know, like, we we, we did what we do. Um, we brought over Bobby Wagner somehow, somewhere. I, our, our, our accountant's my hero. Yeah. Uh, I want him to teach me how to do life at 45 years old. <laughs> um, but we got Bobby Wagner somehow and I, I'm kind of starting to feel like maybe just maybe we, we, we might get that Patriots thing going where we get everybody's last couple of good years. And that would be just gorgeous <laughs> if we could pull it off. <laughs> But otherwise, dude, I mean, you're, you're, you're looking at, obviously, you know, Bob Woods is gone. Huge loss. I don't care how that, that's a, that's a, a meat and potatoes guy that, that gets those nasty yards for you. Um, Allen Robinson comes in. I like the kid. He's never oh. played with a quarterback. So, yeah. you know, and the Rams have kind of had this habit of making guys look really good. So I hope that that's the case for him. Um, but after that, you know, Van, Van Jefferson has has this knee thing going on that's kind of plaguing him. And after that, things get real slim. We have a uh, we have a kid that had a really good preseason, an undrafted kid out of Montana State, McCutcheon, that yeah. is a pretty good sized kid. They could, you know, maybe maybe come in and have like a 30, 40 ball season, something like that. Um, but beyond that, it's the Rams. We have seven superstars and fill-ins. And yeah. It, it's it's working like like we were talking about before the podcast. We would be sitting here going, "Is it the right thing to do?" But last year happened, and all it takes is that one, and everything works, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I can't I can't argue with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have our typical our, our depth chart. We have I think three undrafted guys that made the team. Um, we had some kid middle linebacker that set set the the team's all-time tackle record for preseason in three games, not even four. And, and, you know, you can read into that how you want to read into it, but clearly the kid has a nose for a ball, for the ball, you know, like that kid that, uh, I don't know if you watch Hard Knocks this year with that, that Rodriguez kid they have over in Detroit. Oh yeah. He yeah, just, yeah. just, just kind of gets it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and we've been really good at finding those kids, you know, he's, he's the new Troy reader, the new, the new Ernest Jones, the new, you know, you name them, you know, and, and we have our, like I said, we have our superstars. I mean, our pass rush is definitely Donald sooner or later, he's going to start showing he's a human being, you know, yeah. and injury is going to happen. Something, yeah. something, something's going to go on. And, and I'm sorry, but like Leonard Floyd is a product of Aaron Donald. Uh, yeah, we saw him in Chicago, six, seven sacks a year, big bust. Well, not a big bust, but definitely not worthy of a, of, of, of a first round pick. He comes mm -hmm. here. He's a double digit guy every year. Now we saw it happen with Dante Fowler. Like we've, and he, he went to Atlanta and I think he's had five sacks since then. You know, I mean, yeah. Donald attracts so much attention that he makes everybody else look good around him while still yeah. somehow 60 tackles and 12 sacks. So yeah, I mean, it looks like a Rams roster. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't see any reason why we couldn't make a run at it. Uh, this, like I said, the schedule is a gauntlet. If, if the injury bug hits us at, at all, I mean, it, even at like a twenty percent clip, they could get ugly real fast. But 
you know, as long as those core guys are on the field, I don't see a reason why we're not at least, you know, we're, we're not for sure in the wild card conversation. You know, I mean, maybe making a little run at it. Um, Stafford, uh, I, his arm, he's got this elbow thing going on. Um, yeah. What's that? Uh, I mean, I heard somebody, somebody on, was on Twitter the other day saying that, that Stafford dealt with this last year. What, uh, like, was that, is that true or was the, or was it something else? It was it it was it was a later season thing. It started hitting him late later in the year, and he probably mm-hmm. played his best football in the playoffs. So clearly, whatever they were doing to him <laughs> was yeah. was working. But uh, you know, the guy's in his mid thirties. You know, it's it's the NFL. The guy's thrown how many how many passes in his career? I mean, he's he slung the hell out of it in, in Detroit. They didn't have a running game in any year he was there. You know, and and obviously this is still a pass first offense that he's in now. I mean, Cam Akers flashes but he hasn't been the guy yet henderson flashes but he hasn't been the guy yet and after that again we just kind of have fill-ins from 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 that point on um we'll see you know i mean uh, again i'm not going to argue with what they're doing because we're in the playoffs every year and yeah. we chip, but it always feels like it's just uh, like just uh if, if yeah. we get unhealthy it could get bad real quick how do you feel about your offensive line because the the uh, the narrative I know like I'm in the Twitter spaces like uh, every like all all week like uh, during the weekdays and and they all they all say that uh, you have the the guy starting on the left side that was starting while Whitworth was hurt correct yeah. oh Joe Noteboom yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and I liked him I think he's yeah. I think he's solid uh, but what about the rest of the line because you like you had another loss on that line didn't you. Yeah, well, we got we have, we have Allen back. We have Edwards in. We had the rookie kid we got from Wisconsin. We were working on our third Wisconsin lineman we drafted this year, and uh, he blew his ACL and MCL. He had like the full oh, like wow. blowout, which is even worse for a lineman. So yeah. he's done probably for a year and change. Um, so mm-hmm. I know we, we 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 plug in David Edwards there. We still have Havelstein on on the right side who. I'm not a big Rob Havelstein fan. He's serviceable, but, uh, you know, he's a middle of the pack. It's a middle of the pack line. We'll just, yeah. we'll just call it that. It definitely isn't better than yours. <laughs> um, I think you guys are definitely the class of the NFC West when it comes to that. Just Trent, Trent Williams alone. Yes, <laughs> and that's what it is. That's all it is. It's, it's you put Trent Williams on the, on the, at the left side, at the left tackle spot and, like the rest of the guys by osmosis, they they just they end up half decent. Like we're a good run blocking line, we're just really not great at pass pro. And yeah. uh, but Trey Lance is going to help with that a little bit this year, so it's going to be it should be a little bit. So I didn't get to see any of you guys' preseason stuff, and and I know I texted you the other day and said, "Oh boy, look who's still sticking around." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> okay. So let's just get the let's just get this part out of the way. Like uh the so the Jimmy and for all the people that watch my show on a regular basis, like uh this like I know that I've talked about this at nauseum, but it this is it's a win for the 49ers. As weird as that sounds, it's a we it's a win. They have a bottom 20, a bottom 20 uh starting quarterback in the league as their backup. Like, uh, and that's the, and that's really the way to look at it. And uh, I think that's the way that the 49ers are looking at this They're, uh They were fortunate enough to, and they still 
got him to to give back 13 million <laughs> this year. Like we were if we had dropped him, if we had cut him, we would have made back the whole like 25 million. But uh but they decided, "Hey, we'll give you six and a half. We'll restructure your deal and like uh and that way you can finish out the season uh like uh, you can finish out this season on the squad. You can be Trey's backup and and this is the thing. This is the thing is now the most important part of all of it is now that it makes him a more tradable asset because his number is only six and a half million now instead of 25. Yeah. So, so like my, my question is, is again, like, you know, I was just kind of sniffing around it. Like I, you know, I didn't, I didn't dig, dig too deep into it. Like, are they not, I mean, so Trey, Trey's taking the first snap week one. That's, no, that's for it. sure. It's not even a question. So, like, how do you? How, I mean, how how do you feel about him? I mean, I I've watched a little bit, you know. So I like Trey. Like, uh, so everybody's gonna is kind of going back to the Texans game, right? And like, they're kind of he didn't play in the second game. He only played in the Green Bay game, and then he played uh, what three three uh, series in the uh, in the the Texans game, and right. in the Texans game, what all of the players said was, and including Kyle, was that we were sloppy. We didn't even prepare. For this game, they didn't. They did no game plan. They were just run. They just went out there and ran some plays, and uh, the, it was literally just to get, uh, just to get Trey's beak wet, and it was like just to get him some action and some snaps, like uh, the and he went seven of eleven. But I, I feel like people were were trying to make this a lot worse than what it was. Uh, there was a lot of penalties. It was just sloppy play all the way around, both sides, both sides of the ball, and. Right. There was no starters playing. There was no, we didn't have our starting tackles on the offensive line. So like they, so Trey was running for his life. He had Debo, he had Debo for one series. He had Kittle for one series and the rest of it, it was just a pish posh. So like, it's just, I don't really take too much of when they did. uh, Even in the, in the Green Bay game, the Green Bay game, like the first one, they, uh, he looked good. He looked solid. He only had what I think two drives in that game, but he had the long pass to. He looked solid. Like uh, he he had the long pass to Danny Gray, which was all over Twitter like uh, uh, for for weeks. But he can sling it. There's no question he can sling it, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so <laughs> that's and but this this is this is the thing about Trey, and I think that people are missing is everybody's so focused on Trey starting, but we drug. Jimmy Garoppolo to a Super Bowl. This team drug uh Jimmy Garoppolo to the NFC Championship game last year. <laughs> like uh they can do the same thing for a kid with with a whole bunch of of uh attributes that Jimmy doesn't have. Yeah, for and sure. And like uh so all he has to do is not get is not throw picks. <laughs> like Jimmy has a propensity to do in bad moments. So I'm not you know- I'm not I'm not too worried about Trey at all. Yeah. I mean, you know, you Garoppolo, I mean, and God, uh, I want to say what's going on. Niner sickness. Appreciate you, bro. Let me, let me, uh, take my nausea pill while I talk about Garoppolo. (laughs) 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 Look, dude, I mean, yeah, the guy, the guy's a serviceable starter. I mean, and, and again, he's the reason why you never got the last step, but he's also part of the reason why you got to the step. And, and you're always going to have that parallel with him. You know, he shows up and plays the game. And you're thinking, cool, you know, we yeah. can, we can, we can Trent Dill for this guy for a year. Right. Yeah. But then, but then he like, 
he has that game where it's just like, dude, really? You know, and and the offense, worst possible moments. It's it's just it's just terrible. So like beyond obviously, you guys have the ultimate Swiss Army knife player in Debo. Um, Kittle's a top three tight end. No, there's not a single argument there when he's healthy. Um, did you guys move Ayuk or something like that, or do you? Do you no, he's happen? there. He's still there. And we how got Ayuk, and he looks incredible. He looks, he looks incredible in camp. Uh, like because they didn't let him play in the preseason, pretty much. So. Yeah. I think no, that's not true. I think he played in one one series, but yeah. one or two series. But like uh, for the most part, he's looked he's looked ridiculously good in camp, and like by all reports, he's he's look he's looked awesome. So I'm not I'm not worried about him. They've got some new weapons this year, and uh, you know we had Jawan Jennings, uh, who you guys kind of got introduced to last year. Uh, is our third wide receiver. He's a bigger wide receiver. He's like 6'4", what, 220? Yeah. <laughs> and he's real physical. Role. Yeah. 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 Uh, so he's going to be – he's still he's still there. But now they've got two new weapons. They're only carrying five five wide receivers. So, yeah. like, uh, it's going to be those three. And then you've got Ray Ray McLeod that they got from Pittsburgh. And right. who's going to be our new return man. Plus, he's going to play more of that traditional slot role. Uh, and he's he's really fast. And then you've got uh, Danny Gray, the guy that we drafted this year, and right. he is a burner. Like, uh, and he's more than a burner. People just think of him just as a burner, but he he runs routes. Like, uh, and he he's had a really good camp. He he's had some really good. He's caught some really good balls in uh, in preseason. I, I think that they are loaded on offense. That because uh, I mean the running back room. I mean they felt. We got a guy undrafted free agent this year named Jordan Mason. Just remember that name, Jordan Mason. <laughs> he's uh I think he's a little bit over six feet and he's 230 pounds and runs like his hair's on fire. <laughs> and he's a he is like perfect for this system. And it's uh and they I mean to the point to where they cut they cut Trey Sermon, <laughs> the guy that they drafted in the third round. They traded yeah. up to get Trey Sermon last year. Yeah. So they got him and they got Ty, uh, Ty Davis Price, who's looked, it's been a kind of a mixed bag, but he started to catch on late in the preseason. And, uh, but then you've got, of course, Elijah Mitchell and Jeff Wilson. So you've got those four. And uh, it's so we're solid in the running back room. Uh, the, of course, you talked about uh, Kittle. Uh, we've got uh, Charlie Warner, which many people don't really know who he is. He's our he's our tight end two. He was our tight end two last season, but just nobody. We don't really we didn't really use him, but about for anything right. but blocking. So, right. um, but our offensive line is going to. I think that's a lot of us fans think that that's going to be the one problem, like uh, because really, and I don't necessarily agree with it. Like uh, I think that Kyle was he kind of pish posh the line together last year and you b- could barely tell <laughs> like uh, it was cause you got, you've got, like we talked about earlier, we got Trent Williams. Then you have, we have a rook, like not a rookie. He's a second year guy starting, uh, starting at the left guard spot in uh, Aaron banks who really wasn't made for our system. They, they made him spend his whole rookie year. He didn't play at all. And uh, they made him redo his own body, he lost a bunch of weight. And uh, so that he could get quicker. And then, uh, and then you've got our center, Jake Brendel, who's just a journeyman. He's been on like five or six different teams, never started. 
And, uh, but he's looked really good in preseason. Uh, right. Like PFF was saying he was one of the better preseason uh, offensive linemen in the league. So um, he looks half decent. And then you've got a right guard. We've got our rookie Spencer Burford. That is this kid. It's going to be, he's a future. He's going to be a future uh, pro bowler. Like uh, he is, he's got a nasty streak to him. Trent Williams take, took him as an under his wing. And like, I mean, flying him on his, on his private jet took him under his wing. And uh, he's, he's the team really likes him. And then you've got at right tackle, of course, we've got McGlinchey, but he's a, he's a road grader. Yes. He's great in the run. Like, but this is the thing he's coming off a major injury, like a career threatening type of injury. And they, like they tore the, he tore his muscle away from the bone in his, uh, uh what is it his quad <laughs> like uh so we're and he started to have a little bit of setbacks in the preseason so uh they think he's gonna start week one but i don't plan on having him that many games like i just don't and it's just a revolving door everybody behind him but we did pick up uh blake hans from cleveland cleveland and we have daniel brunskill our other super sub and blake hans is just another daniel brunskill for except he was for cleveland so like I'm pretty confident in the in the offensive line. I mean, we all kind of deal with that, you know. Like you're gonna have guys get dinged up, you know. There's always gonna be somewhat of a revolving door, especially on the offensive line. You're seeing it all throughout the league, everywhere. You know, I mean, it uh, it definitely um, you know, it's 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 something we all deal with. So yeah. again, it's it's about like you said, it's about and, and talking about like your center. Sometimes it takes the right fit. You'll see yeah. guys from here to there to there then all of a sudden the light comes on and they become at least solid pros because they find that right combination of guys that right offense that right blocking scheme whatever it may be and um and and things just gel i mean i i hope it doesn't for you but (laughs) (laughs) but you know whatever yeah because you're the one team you're the one team that somehow some way makes aaron donald disappear and and i well I don't think you can ever say he totally disappears, but you yeah. definitely, you definitely have found ways to make him over pursue and over like he's in your backfield, but he's nowhere near where he needs to be. And yeah. it's like he's Shani sort of mastered the art of getting Donald because you're not going to stop him, but they've got yeah. him like off course. Yeah. And and I have to give credit. It's all like, misdirection. I, it's all it's misdirection. All misdirection stuff. But like nobody else has figured that out. Like Donald is a game wrecker and somehow some way you guys always find a way to to minimize his impact on games and and it's huge it's huge i mean it shows it, it shows in in every in every game that we play like i mean good god he finally made a play in the end of the nfc championship game and i was like oh my god he got his hands on garoppolo oh my god you know and it yeah. actually it actually really mattered it was like a game changer you know what i mean but it was like it just kills me to see that bastard standing but they're cleaned against us all the time you know what yeah I mean? yeah it drives insane, dude i would say that it is um this is the thing the last time that we played you uh, the rams it was like uh they they just sold out the they sold out on the run they said we are not gonna let the run beat us we're like uh we're gonna make garoppolo do something right and and i mean to your guys credit you were the one team that could that had the uh, that had the horses to uh, to set the edge and to not let us get outside. It's going to be a little bit different this season 
uh, like uh, just because we have completely different, a completely different backfield. And right. uh, it's because like last year we had hasty and we had Elijah Mitchell, but he was kind of dinged up towards the end of the season. And then you really didn't have anything behind because Jeff Wilson wasn't even playing. And, uh, but this year, I'm telling you, Ty Davis Price and Jordan Mason are, I'm confident that they are going to be, they're two really big backs. And, and then we've got Anthony Lynn as our running back coach this year that's really kind of focusing. I think they're going to focus on that power game and kind of yeah. doing more kind of up the middle stuff. And it's, it's going to be a, a lot, it's going to look a lot different. But then you've got, you're not going to be able to sell out the run because, Trey can can hurl it uh, sixty yards on a line, and yeah. Uh, it's yeah, sure. it's just going to be a different vibe. Like, uh, and he's not going to throw it thirty times, thirty plus times a game. He's going to throw it about the same amount of times that like Jimmy Garoppolo did. It's yeah. just going to be different. It's going to be, and it's going to be the same play calls because he had guys. Uh, Jimmy had guys wide open, <laughs> like uh, because right. they were teams were selling out against the run. And he just couldn't get him the ball, but it's, I just think it's going to be different, but I'm, I'm excited for the season. I mean, I'm, we haven't even started talking about our defense. I think our defense is way better than it was last year, just because they shored up a lot of, a lot of things in the uh, secondary. We have like Traverius Ward now, and he is, they're going to, you're going to see a lot of press this year, a lot of press. Yeah. And I mean, and that's been your, that's been your, that you're you're basically your camel this entire time. Anyways, your defense has been carrying this team for freaking since 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 he got there. Yeah, yeah, I mean Warner obviously probably a top five to seven middle linebacker. Bosa obviously an elite edge rusher doesn't get as much credit as he should. Um, yeah. He's better than his brother, and his brother seems to get a little more love than he does, which I think is really weird. Um, <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, you got you got cheap shot Greenlaw, who Rams fans cuss at and cuss at and cuss at. That dude, that dude will throw an extra, any extra elbow, any extra face mask, any extra friggin' helmet. That is a cheap shot and motherfucker. I'll tell you. Yeah, Greenlaw, Greenlaw, dude. If I was an offensive lineman, me and that dude would be going at it. I'll tell you that right now. But uh, but yeah, I mean, you got like I said, you got you you guys have talent across the board. I mean, uh, on defense, it's it's the cupboard's full, dude. You know, I yeah, mean, the- I. I Again, from our perspective, not only is it already already hard to repeat, but we have a team that that has been, you know, in, in a lot of ways having their way with us right there that just got better, you know? And I mean, yeah. so again, it's, I've kind of seen like a mixed bag on the NFC West. Like I see uh, have people have us winning it. Some people have you winning it. I think either yeah. way we playoffs i mean uh, barring barring a bad hit of the injury bug or like some major guys going down which of course there's always gonna be that chance in the nfl and or you know absolutely but i think i think if our if our rosters stay healthy we're both gonna play into january you know and as far as as far as beyond that goes you know we'll have to see what you know what kind of gear we can get and do later on but um, I, I, and I want to put this too. I am fully mentally prepared to start the season. zero and one, I, I, I do I not, I do not like this matchup at the start. I don't like it at all. Um, to come out against a team that stacked out of the gate, you know, you're going to hang the banner. All the eyes are going to be watery. All the, all the heads are going to be spinning. It just feels like it's, it, it really kind of feels like our season is going to start week two against Atlanta. That's just, that's just my, yeah. my t- on it it feels like a fall on your face game buffalo's got a lot to prove they're the you know 
they're the team that got overtime change in the playoffs, you know, <laughs> and, and like, I like them and I have no problem with them. God bless yeah. them. You know, I mean, me and you got to walk, me, me and you were in high school when they were going through their four falls. Oh so, yeah. That was you know what I mean? So it's like, and uh, you know, we're old enough to remember that very well. So that team has yeah. been long suffering, dude. I mean, after, after that roster went, the bills have been just nothing for, for years. Like, like uh, for years. And it, yeah, I'll tell you, it's, this is the, this is what it looks like to me. Like, let's say that you guys lose that game. Uh, it, it, I look at it, I look at it like this. They can take that, that even if you, if, if you lose, like you can take that easily and say, and say, Hey, do you see, nobody's going to be laying down for us. And I feel, I fully expect McVeigh to kind of turn it, turn it around in that locker room. Like with that exact message, anybody like there's a lot of good teams in this league and y'all better get your stuff together like and get ready for and get buckled up because it's going to be a crazy ride this year and we're going to need our best every place that we, even at home it doesn't matter where we are like we're going to have to you guys better have your seat buckles your seat belts uh, buckled up tight like uh, so it's right. uh I don't I don't put too much stock in this first in this first game for you guys if win or lose like uh right exactly uh, That's, like I'm not like I'm not going to sit there and be like oh you know if they lose like yeah. They're playing a hell of a stack team. And again, there's, there's gonna be all the distraction, all the hoopla watching that banner drop and all that stuff. So I fully expect it to be, you know, I mean, I don't want it to be like a shit show. Like, I mean, I, I want them to come out and, and, and be competitive. And, but I mean, if they lose this game, you know, I, mean, I want to come out and get beat 38 to 10, but you know, yeah. I mean, if they lose the game 38 to 27, I'm not going to like, you know, cry about it for three days afterwards. You know I mean? It's, it's not going to be a total shock. Um, yeah, I feel us. Uh, yeah, like uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was saying as far as the rest of our of our glorious division goes, we're definitely down from where we were a couple years ago. Yes, uh, I would say so. Uh, again, although like we, we don't really know what the Arizona Cardinals are, I think everybody's kind of counting them out. And like, uh, I don't, I don't think anybody expected them to be as good as they were last year. Well, and we, uh, we are, yeah, it once once Hopkins gets back, I mean, Marquise mm-hmm. Brown's not going to carry your team. No. Rondell Moore is a little Swiss Army guy. He's a little kind of like a like what Tavon Austin should have been. Um, yeah. you know, he he's kind of that guy, you know, but they don't have like that's a, a 49er dude, legend, all right. Like AJ Green's still limping out there, bro. That dude, that is the, the, the receiver that would never die. You know, AJ Green's still out there getting and, and, and he look at his 50 balls and 25 yeah. of them will be for first downs. You know, he's gonna go out and do what he does at this point in his career now, you know, and uh but their defense, like I was actually just looking over it because I was kind of doing like a, like a little brush before we got on here because I hadn't really watched anything about about Seattle. I mean, barring their quarterback situation. And uh, so I just did this kind of do like a little brush up. And Arizona, like on defense, outside of Buda Baker, dude, you can sell that whole defense, the whole yeah. thing. You've got J.J. Watt, four years. I was going to say, yeah, they got J.J. Chandler- He'll go to them five games. Yeah, Chandler Jones is gone, and he was already starting to fall off last year. I mean, they have no yeah. pass rush. They kind of whiffed on Simmons. Collins, they whiffed on big. I mean, obviously, granted, it was just his rookie year, but it, the learning curve was way too big for him, obviously. And again, Simmons has sort of become the guy that they said that he was going to be in the draft, like a hell of a college player, but like, where does he fit? What's the, what's the position that Isaiah Simmons is going to play? Yeah, he's... 
whatever 250 and can run a 4-4, but 4-3-5, whatever it is. But what is he really doing out there? You know, and again, they got Buddha in the back end, nondescript corners. Like they're going to outscore everybody, you know, and just don't believe in Murray enough to make that happen more than eight or nine times a year. I, I just, I just don't, you know, I mean, if things start to go south, he's already shown us that he'll get dejected and yeah. he'll get in his head, you know, I mean, and yeah, his height thing and everything wasn't, it, it really hasn't been the problem that everybody made it out to be. He's, 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 he's a talented kid, but yeah. again, we've seen them down the stretch. Just, I mean, what is it? Two straight years, good starts. And then just, yeah, yeah, for sure. Know. I, I look at I look at Kyler Murray as the height is an issue. I think it is an issue, like uh, because they have to constantly roll him out, uh, roll him out to get him to be able to see down the field, and uh, and it's impossible. Like those those little small those little crossers that they should be able to use Rondell Moore for, they can't use him, <laughs> like uh, because because it's like uh, he can't Kyler Murray can't see over the line. Because it's, like, it's so, five foot nine to five foot seven throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's. Uh, I think he's smaller than uh, than Doug Flutie and Doug Flutie. Like they had to roll him out. I remember Doug Flutie and like they and like he was solid. He was solid. He just that you you can't run your whole offense around rolling out a, a quarterback all the time. Uh, right. So I just look at it as I, I'm not a big Kyler's going to put up his numbers. Like sure. he's going to get his numbers, yeah. but. I just don't feel like that's winning football. And I don't think that this, I think that their, uh, that their defense, like you said, once JJ uh, goes down in what, whichever game, he's only going to give him like six or seven games, maybe uh, like uh, this year. I mean, that's just, that's just the history uh, of his injury history talking to you, but I, I just don't, I wasn't, I wasn't really impressed with their corners last year, but, their corners really weren't that bad last year. I, I didn't Buda Baker. You got Buda Baker and uh, their defense didn't play that terrible. They just, they were just there. They were kind of just there. They're, they don't really have an identity. And right. uh, Isaiah Simmons, I, I, I kind of like him as a player, but I think that they don't have enough to make him, uh, to make him what they want yeah. to make him. Exactly. I mean, and, and, and that could be it too. Maybe, maybe there, there just aren't enough parts around him to make what he is functional in that hybrid role exactly you know, because he's he's not going to take on a six foot seven 325 pound tackle he's simply not and he's yeah. not that guy you know he's not he's not that that ray lewis guy that will stand a tackle up you know um and he's not going to and you can't keep him in pass coverage all the time because then teams are just gonna run it up the gut you know yeah. i mean and again how this collins kids develops is going to play a huge role in what they're able even even able to do with simmons you know, yeah, that, was, that was the thing. He didn't look good last year. No. In my, in my estimation, he did not look good. Uh, he's more of a traditional old school type of linebacker and he's going to get abused in coverage. So it, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be, I don't think of Kingsbury as a coach, as a real coach. So it's, I think that that's the more glaring, uh, the more glaring thing than anything. I don't, uh, who's their defensive coordinator? Do you know who their defensive coordinator is? Like, because uh, it seems like their their scheme is kind of all over the place, right? And I, I just don't see any like real, um, there. Yeah, there's no identity for that team on offense or defense. 
they don't have something that they're just going to force down your throat. Like, uh, uh, you know, you guys are going to play, I mean, you're going to move Jalen Ramsey around. Uh, you're, you play kind of more of a three, four style, like uh defense. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it's, and, but that's your identity is you move Aaron Donald around, you move Jalen Ramsey around to their best receiver. And, uh, and that's you, you trust in your stars for San Francisco is going to kind of like, it's the scheme. Like uh, they've got these guys, they've got these beasts on the defensive line and you've got two seconds. <laughs> you, you better get the ball out in two seconds. Uh, so, and that's our identity is that is in the trenches, the, the, but, uh, Arizona just doesn't have an identity. I don't know what their identity is on defense. They don't, you know? And like, uh, so I, I, it'll be interesting because I think, I don't think anybody really knows what they, what they're going to look like this season. I think everybody's assuming they're going to be bad, but I think they're going to be as least as I don't see them regressing. If that makes any sense. Like, uh, I don't know how you feel about it, but, uh, I, I mean, honestly, dude, like the Kingsbury thing, like it, I mean, honestly, I'll give him credit for being better than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. I that's mean, true. He, to even get them sniffing wild cards with, with, with his resume, like he wasn't even that good of a college coach. Look, I remember Cliff Kingsbury. He was the first good quarterback. Mike Leach had at Texas tech in the early two thousands. I remember this guy. Cause I'm a, you know me, I'm a Nebraska guy, big 12 yeah. guy back in the day big you know big eight guy because we're you know we're that kind of old but but uh you keep you talking know, about but, how old we are like <laughs> yeah. I, remember, uh, I remember kingsbury as a player and then coming through the ranks and like when, when, when he took over the program there like I, it looked like a half-ass mike leach team like i i, I didn't i i didn't see what Arizona saw and I mean honestly in my opinion to get 10 wins a year out of that team with that guy as a coach has been a credit to him yeah it's it, to at least some degree because he had zero pedigree zero pedigree like yeah, there was no no reason to make that hire so you know I mean uh, I know McVeigh, and you know now we're doing like you know like the young coach thing McVeigh's sort of changed the way we look at everything and now and now you got Zach Taylor pulling the Bengals out of nowhere freaking yeah. nowhere another shout out ex-husker quarterback zach taylor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh i mean somebody's got to be good from there like, yeah. <laughs> dude, dude oh my god these days bro come on dude that's yeah. a different podcast come on you're gonna get me emotional. <laughs> get into it. let me talk about yeah. my good all right <laughs> yeah but uh take your wins <laughs> oh my god just a freaking what a what a what a shame for that program anyways yeah. you know uh, and and that's that's meat for you. That got that that's Roger Craig, Tom Rathman. Like I mean, that was a that was a machine for decades into the NFL. And just to see it where it is, it's just it's just sad, dude. It's really sad. But anyways, back to the NFL. Uh, well, yeah. I guess we can we can cap this off with our with our friends up up there in the Northwest. Uh, you know who? And it's funny because I had this guy, this friend of mine at work, who's about fifteen years younger than us. He's a younger kid. 30, 31 years old. And uh, he sees you guys as he sees Niners. He's, 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 he's a huge Niners fan and he sees Seattle as the rival. Yeah. Or is like, no matter whatever happened, we'll always go back to us. We'll always go back to Rams Niners. Like if you're, if you're past a certain age, you're always going to think Rams Niners, right? I mean, always, yeah. that's always we're going to come back to is as the biggest rival, regardless of, you know, 
you guys having cowboy battles, you know, in the playoffs in the nineties and, you know, sure. playing Minnesota a bunch of times in the eighties, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you had those little off rivalries too, but that, that home, that, that NorCal SoCal thing will, will always be it. But anyways, and it's, it was, it just, it just, that just dawned on me. And I, I thought it was right Seattle out. wasn't always in our division. So like it, it was, <laughs> right. uh, I think yeah. that that, that's what makes that whole thing. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I, I feel you like Seattle. Right. I, I just, I think that that uh, Russell yeah. Wilson, Russell Wilson was our, was our boogeyman for a long time. And, uh, and he was really the, in my mind, he was the Seahawks. Niners rivalry it was really Russell Wilson against the 49ers and uh, because no matter how bad Russell Wilson played uh, he was always going to be good good against the Niners and that was uh, like uh, I, I'm I'm pissed off that I would that we have to play him again this year <laughs> like even though he's Dude, out of the division <laughs> Christmas day for me oh nice <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thing so the the, the NFL decided uh, is basically just punking the NBA at this point, saying, saying, hey, we know we've always had this little unspoken, this unspoken deal with you guys. We get Thanksgiving, you guys get Christmas, but we're not okay with that anymore. <laughs> like, we're just going to nope. take Christmas from you too. And sure. it doesn't matter if we roll out Jaguars, Lions <laughs> that day. Like, uh, we're still going to outdraw you. And it's going to be, it's just going to, uh, like, I think that they just the NFL has gotten uh, just so big that it's it's it and it's about to get bigger. I can I can I can just feel it. So, uh, but yeah, I know that's a tangent. But yeah, Seattle. I, I don't put anything I, until I get the until we get the a resounding victory against that against Pete Carroll. I am gonna be cautiously optimistic. <laughs> yeah, that they're just bad because they're gonna run the ball. They got two new tackles, two new rookie tackles, and Abraham Lucas and uh, I believe it's Charles Cross on the other side. And uh, so they're rookies, but they've looked really good. And I'm I'm afraid that it, it's really weird that they do that after Russell Wilson leaves. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm just I'm really kind of scared that they are going to be halfway decent. And it's. Uh, not scared isn't the word, but like I said, it's just, I, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I guess I'm just ruined with, with uh, Pete, where Pete Carroll is concerned. He just has this way of, uh, of really giving us a hard time always. So, yeah, I, I don't know there because they got talent. They have talent on the team. They right. just, can they put it together and they, and they have trash at the quarterback position, but all of a sudden, well, it, because are they going to run the ball 30 plus times and somehow, and somehow pull out victories. I don't know. Yeah. With who Rashad Penny, you know what I mean? It's like, again, he you was know, you nice have, towards the end of the season. He was nice. Have, towards the end of the season. And it's funny because I want to say McVay's seven and three against Carroll. Yeah. Seattle has been zero trouble for us. Zero yeah. trouble. You guys have been a nightmare and Seattle has been zero trouble. And it, it's, it's really interesting how it's, I, I want to say we've had three season sweeps since he's been there. Maybe only two season sweeps, but but we have not gone zero and two yet since McVeigh's been there, um, for sure. I know that a hundred percent for sure, uh, and I think he's undefeated in Seattle, ironically, mm. and I think our couple losses are. In fact, I know our couple losses have come at home um, against them. But 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm with you. I mean, obviously, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett could go anywhere and start right now. Um, Jamal Adams has sort of become this kind of like quasi Roy Williams. I mean, he's he's lost his ability to cover, but he's still a guy who's going to come in, blow face masks off, get his get his three or four picks where the guy's terrified, so the guy takes his eye off the ball and he gets the pick. You know, I mean, yeah. And credit to him. I mean, hey, look, Jamal Adams can play. He's he belongs in the league. He's a, he's he's a Pro Bowl player. Like, but I think he's pretty he's pretty one dimensional now. We all we all know what he is. Um, yeah. And Diggs is pretty solid. I like I like I like Quandary I like Diggs. Diggs. I like yeah. Diggs. He's like he's a really good free safety. Um, so again, there's a couple pieces, but again, where's where's the pass rap? You know, the, the pass rush. Um, you yeah. know, and you lose Bobby Wagner, which is just the heart and soul right. of your defense. Sure. So I mean, who do you replace him with? Because they didn't just lose him; they lost uh, their other guy too, I believe. Um, who was the other guy that that was next to him? I can't I can't remember his name right now. But it was. Uh, but I believe they lost uh, the other guy on the other side, and I'm not sure that anybody even picked picked him up. Like, uh, but it, it's yeah, it's just gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting that their defensive line they got uh, Ojabo, I believe. Like uh, they yeah. got him. And uh, they got uh, they've got some pieces on the defensive line, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting because they're going to be trying to run the three four like you guys. Uh, they their defensive coordinator, who everybody in Seattle hated last year, what is uh, is like trying to run more three four and run kind of a newer style of for them newer for them a style well, for, of defense. So, yeah. I mean, you go with what you got, you know. I mean, you yeah. can't can't be stubborn in this league dude stubborn in this league is gonna get you fired quick you know they're mm-hmm. you know not for long bro not for long the good old nfl you know i mean <laughs> yeah, if, you don't, for sure. if you aren't willing to adjust and move like you think about think about seven eight years ago when we were hearing all the crying about all these running quarterbacks and all you know how college football was changing everything zone read every team usc runs up even 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 the classic teams that hung on to the pro style offense as long as they could are now running the shotgun they're running the zone read you know and and every single coach old school or new school has adopted it alabama runs the zone read and saban's an old school you know he's an old soul you know like it's just what it is so the nfl had to adjust and they have and offenses have changed. And if you're not willing to take your defense and roll with what you've got, and you're going to be hell-bent on your 4-3 or hell-bent on your 3-4, then, you know, have fun being a DB coach in two years. Yeah. <laughs> because you're going to be, you know, I mean, it's you have to be willing to move and adjust. Um, I yeah. wanted to tell you about our, just real quick, about our, our glorious freaking, like you, you brought up Wilson again, our glorious freaking AFC schedule we have this year. Yeah. Dude. Oh my God. Hell. I was uh, like, why, why this season? Why this season do we have to have the AFC West? Oh like, uh, I mean, is if it, if it wasn't bad, bad enough that we have a rookie or not a rookie quarterback, but a second year guy first season as the full on starter. Uh, if we got to have our division, that's going to be tough as it is. And then you've got the AFC West right? and the chargers just all of a sudden went spending and we don't really know what that that's going to look like. Like right. uh, I, I know everybody's super confident in what that's going to look like, but I'm not really confident in what that's going to look like. Uh, but wise, they, yeah, go ahead. It should be the Chargers and Buffalo in the AFC Championship game. Talent wise, if you if if, if, yeah. if you look at if you look at the John Madden football roster, <laughs> it should be the Chargers and the Bills playing in Buffalo 
to see who goes to the Super Bowl. The Chargers, yeah. but 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 they've been that team. They've been good. They've had players. And yeah. every year they find a way to underachieve. And it's just unbelievable. And like I love Justin Herbert. I love that kid. I think he yeah. has been he was an absolute, I mean, for all the kind of crap he took coming out of Oregon, he's written, he's thrown all that to hell quick like. Yeah. They got the receivers. Um, oh God, what's the kid they have at running back, that Swiss Army kid? Oh, Eckler. Eckler. Austin Eckler. Thank you. Um, yeah, 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 fancy football gold, Austin Eckler. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I got him on one of mine. They they find guys, they found guys to uh to compliment him, you know, offensively, they've got it. Like I said, they got Mac, they went out and spent some money, you know, they've they've obviously got Bosa, they've got the pieces there to be a really, I mean, Derwin James is a generational safety. Um, the guys are there, so the excuses are over. The Chargers should win the AFC West, and I think they should win it by two or three games. My personal opinion. That's just that's that's just my take on it. If you're going pure talent, KC is going to be what they are. Mahomes is going to keep them relevant. They're going to do enough on defense. We'll see if Nicole Hardman or one of those guys can 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 seventy percent make up for Tyreek. Do not <laughs> sleep on that right wide receiver core. Like yeah. uh, they've got Ju- they've got Juju, who I know that doesn't skip that doesn't peer, put fear in anybody's heart. Like, uh, but it's not so much a guy that they have as in they, they're going to, they're one of those teams that's going to kill you with a million cuts. Like, right. uh, because they've got Juju, they've got uh, uh, Valdez uh, Scantling that they got from Green Bay, uh, yeah. who's a burner. And then you've got, uh, they got the kid Sky Moore yeah. uh, that they drafted, who he's a burner. And then you've got Hardman. And then you've got, uh, they, they just released, uh, Gordon, but they have another guy um, that I can't think of right now. But yeah. they, they've got, they've still got speed, sure. sure, and they've got Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, they got Mahomes, and they've got the best receiving tight end in football, which he is. I mean, look, you, we can we can argue about the little nuances between like if if you had me blocking an edge, I'd want Kittle, but if you have me over the middle, I want Kels. Yeah, for sure. You know I mean, like, and that's and that's you know, again. I, I don't think anybody argues the top three or four Titans in the NFL. We all know who they are. We can all name them right now. Oh, you'd be surprised. Like <laughs> you're not on Twitter. You're on, you're not on Twitter. Like uh, there was a, a space the other day where they were arguing top tight ends and they refused to give uh, they, they came out of this with, and I mean, this is like 50, 60 people. <laughs> like uh, they came out of this with uh, Andrews being the best tight end in the NFL. He's good. I mean, you've got, I mean, you've definitely got to put him in the top five. You got him, Kels, Kittle, Waller. Uh, you got Hawkinson's definitely getting up into that upper seven or eight and then top seven or eight in the league for sure. A top 10 guy. Yeah. You know, you have some guys climbing, climbing the ladder, but I mean, uh, still yeah. third down seven across the middle. I want Travis Kels on back down here on earth. We both know that Kelsey and Kill are the two best tight ends in the league. Like yeah. I, I, I don't even know how that's even an argument. But right, but yeah, like I, no, I feel you. And I, Casey got better on def. I think they got better on defense. Like they did lose Traverius Ward, who thank you for that, Casey. Um, but they drafted a guy, and then they drafted some more help on the uh, the defensive line. They got the Karloftis, yeah. uh, who looks who looked really good in the preseason. And I know it's just preseason, but I just I feel like they're gonna be they're gonna be more complete this year. Like they've been like all 
offense. I think this team, you're going to see a little bit more complete, complete team this year from them. Uh, but the chart back to the chargers. Um, they've got cornerback. I mean, they got JC Jackson and they've got, uh, what's the other guy? Uh, Santi Samuel jr. They've got two really good corners to like to add to that pass rush. And, uh, so, I mean, on paper, like you said, it looks, I mean, they look great, but I just, I always like to reserve judgment, uh, because I thought that they looked really good last year, but I think that Brandon Staley was so analytics driven and made a bunch of ridiculous, uh, mistakes. Like, uh, so I'm, I'm wondering what, how does he, does he fix that this season and does he take a more traditional approach? And so I, I'm I'm interested to see what happens there, like because they have a whole bunch of talent on paper, but uh, but yeah, like that doesn't. We all know that that doesn't always equate when we right. they get out there and start pushing people around, right? <laughs> so then we'll go to what we'll go to Denver. Obviously, the big the the big meat potato signing there is <laughs> is big old number three. You know our yep. uh, and they our, extended him. Our guy from our yeah our our guy from our division. So yeah, um, they've got know, wide receivers. They they've got, got what. They got Patrick, running backs. Yeah, but they got Judy, they got Sutton, and then whoever else they can swing at that, they got running backs. I know they got Williams and they got um dude, the Wisconsin kid that was in San Diego. My my names are I'm, I'm dying on names. So they've right got now. uh they've got Javante Williams and, and they've they, got uh Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, dude. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was right here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, and then but they did lose yeah. Fant, lost Fant to Seattle. He's in but Seattle. They've got a kid that they drafted. <laughs> This looks really good. Like he's yeah. a young kid. Like he's been injured for most of the time, but they said that super talented. Like, uh, so right. who knows? But then defensively they've got, got what they've got. Um, They got Patrick Sertain's kid. He's yeah. look, he's going to be a, a, a perennial pro bowler. Um, They've got Bradley Chubb's been kind of a, I don't know. Like now that he's the guy, I don't know that he's going to even be up in his 10, 11 range. I, I don't know that I've seen Ooh. enough from that to believe. Well, think about this. Like, they haven't had a quarterback there since who? Since Peyton? That's it. <laughs> like, uh, so this is the thing. This is the, and, uh, and I talk about this all the time on my podcast is that sustaining drives means a lot for the defense. And, like, uh, when you were talking about pass rush, like, uh, give the guys a breather. Like, if your defense is on the field the whole game, like, uh, then they're not going to get any pass rush. That's right. the, and that's the way I look at, it. I think Bradley Chubb is going to, he's going to, you're going to see a resurgence from him. I think that they are, that this defense is prop. I think that this defense is going to be top 10, like, because they're going to have Russell Wilson out there jet, like uh sustaining drives. He may not score a whole bunch of points because we all saw he had a little bit of a regression last year, but he was running for his life. And my real question for this team is what does that offensive line look like? Because I didn't think they were that good last year. But they were good run blocking line, but they but pass pro was kind of questionable. But like they, yeah, that's that's what I'm interested in seeing from uh, from this team. But because uh, I think that their defense is could be top ten if they just get a breather. And then we can go to your neighbors in the Bay, the team America loves to hate, the silver, yeah. the silver and black, yeah. the, the criminals. Lost, the lost <laughs> The inmates, like that's what I like to call them. Like uh, <laughs> we're we're old enough to have seen Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, it's crazy. Like, but, uh, uh, but 
They're going to be good. I think that they're going to be solid. I think they're going to be really good offensively. Yes. I think that they're going to try and turn, turn games into shootouts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like Crosby. I, and, and I think that putting Chandler Jones with him, I think will rejuvenate Chandler Jones because yeah, Crosby bit. does the little things and Jones can just now just freaking put, put the racing stripe on that helmet and go like they, yeah. you know, they kind of have the guys around him now to where he can really do what he should be doing at this point in his career and just going. I like Crosby. I, I, I think seeing him as a, as like an all pro was a little much for me maybe, yeah. but I, I, they were comparing him to Bosa like all year last year. Pro Bowler and it was making no, me sick. It was yeah. making me sick to my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> pro Bowler, Pro Bowler, uh, all day, bro, all day. Uh, no, no question about it. Max Crosby is a Pro Bowler. I would never take yeah. that from. Him. And God bless him. He played for the Eastern Michigan Eagles. Nobody comes out of that school. So, <laughs> so I mean, even, even even bigger coming from there. But like, yeah, I mean, but like beyond him, like the defense. Just, I mean, again, you're right. I mean, I see a lot of. 35 31 games in Vegas this year. You know, I see a lot of just shootouts and, and can car keep up? Can car keep his, you know, can, can the addition of arguably the best receiver in football, certainly arguably definitely top two or three can, can infusing him into that offense along with what they've already got actually letting Darren Waller run without three guys covering him. Yeah. Can that, make the Raiders a real playoff push team. You know, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see why not. But again, that the gauntlet in their own division is so brutal. It's like, I mean, you could be a really good freaking team. I wouldn't be shocked to see the, the AFC West have the best team 11 and 6 and the worst team 8 and 9. I mean, yeah. it, it could be, especially having to play us. So they got to play us and themselves. And they don't have a weak team. I mean, unless injuries start hitting, there's no weak team in the AFC West. That's yeah, going to be a freaking slaughterhouse. Yeah, exactly. You know, they don't. They don't. They don't have a Seattle for like like we do. You know, there's no there's no team where you can kind of look and go, yeah, we we better sweep those yeah. guys. You know what I mean? Like exactly. It'd be brutal. So you know, again, for the for, for the Raiders, can they find that consistency that they've just been lacking forever? Forever. You know, like. Yeah, uh, and the, uh, the thing that we haven't talked about is, and because this we're going into this season, right? Season doesn't start till Thursday, but we all know what's going to happen. We all know what's going to happen. Season's going to start first uh, by week three. Uh, people are going to start to uh, start to get injured, and like, uh, and if it doesn't happen before then, and a lot of these teams aren't going to look the same way on paper as they do right now. So it's right. got, I think a lot of the questions are going to be is do like the Raiders, they don't have any depth for sure. Like right. KC has depth. KC yeah. has depth. Right. Uh, I look at the, the chargers, they're pretty top heavy. And like, uh, I mean, it's their starters look great, but do they have depth? And like, uh, and then you've got like, you guys are, I would say that the, the Rams are like one of the few teams that I've ever seen that, that just like you, you don't have a ton of depth. I don't uh, like, uh, but, but it's, no. but your key guys never go down. <laughs> your key guys never go down. So you can, those, uh, the other guys around them, like they're just, you can play musical chairs, but you're always going to have those core guys. And, uh, 
but I can tell you right now, Pete, and, and I can say this with like my willingness to gamble a lot of money on it. If it ever happened, if Aaron Donald goes down, the Rams are a bottom five defense. They linger. I mean, I know we had that crazy number one overall defense year a couple years ago, which I don't even know where the hell that came from. I didn't think we were that good on defense. I mean, I really didn't. Like, I thought we were a good defense, but like, yeah. I think just statistically, it just sort of like morphed itself into number one overall. They were a good defense for sure, but it just, yeah. I, anyways, I think we blow more in like fun that. stat. I got a fun yeah. stat for you because, and I bet you you never knew this, and you're a Ram fan. So Aaron Donald has been with you guys for how many years now? Since 15. No, 14. Since 2014. So, so it's been, what, eight years? So yeah. out of the eight years that he's been being, been, a, been a Ram, he's only been on a top 10 defense once. Once. Yep. 100%. No, I, I looked I'm, that up. I looked that up the other day and I, I thought I was, I thought I was seeing, I was like, wait a minute. There's got to be, there's got to be one in there. And like, you, uh, yeah. That was my next comment. We, we exist in not that like, like 12, like maybe like 10 to 12 to 17 area. Like I think yeah. that's our defense, right? We're a middle of the pack defense. We have two first ballot Hall of Famers and then. A couple guys that might sniff a Pro Bowl and then just role players. That's all there is. And again, like if Aaron Donald goes down, it's over. It is over. I mean, you want to talk about having a shootout? <laughs> they won't be able to stop anybody. Geno Smith will throw for 320 on us. Yeah. As long as he throws away from, from Jalen. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it would be, that would be easily equatable to losing Matt Stafford. It would I mean, it would be mm. that big. And to, to see a defensive tackle, I mean, me and you both been football guys a long time. Yeah, we've seen we've seen the Lawrence Taylor's like you know like the game we got to watch Lawrence Taylor's whole career, a game yeah. changing guy at outside linebacker. There's no way the Giants are who they are without him. No, I know. Seen we've seen some excellent defensive tackles, the Cortez Kennedys, the Jerome Browns. These guys, right? Bryant Young, Bryant Young, yeah, yeah. But do we <laughs> have you ever seen a defensive tackle? In your whole life, linchpin a defense at this not, level. Not built around him like that. Right. The only guy that I've ever seen come close and he doesn't get, I don't think he gets enough credit, is a guy that used to play for the Patriots. Uh, Wilford. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah like that guy was like, I mean, he would take two and sometimes three linemen to block him. And yeah. like, uh, yeah, so he was the only one, but he wasn't anywhere near Aaron Donald, like on, on like a pass rush or anything like that level. So like uh, it was, but, uh, but yeah, like I, I completely agree with you. I think Aaron Donald is an incredible player. Uh, obviously first ballot hall of famer, all that. Um, it's it, it like, uh, I, but I just, because I've been, I've thought in the past, I was like, well, one of your guys got to go down. One of your guys got to go down eventually, and they just no, and they just don't. So, testament to you guys, like uh, for keeping your guys healthy. What, like so, whatever, whatever you guys are putting in your Kool Aid, like uh, we need some of that. So, all y'all, when you guys make fun of the Rams for having their top ten guys in street clothes for three games in the preseason, <laughs> now you know why. Take yeah. notes and follow suit because the shit works. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Like, uh, I don't know if you know that this guy Conrad or if he just kind of stumbled into the uh, to the chat, but uh, yeah. he's saying Ray. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I, I I'm at I'm third. Like I said, I'm thoroughly excited for this season to start. And uh, sure. we've we've talked. Uh, I've been talking all off season on this channel about about everything. I mean, everything possible you could think of, and ad nauseum. And it's just uh, it, I'm just excited to see some actual hitting going on and for us to finally get the pads on. I got two fantasy teams I'm stoked about. And uh, I had three, but like uh, somehow I got, I somehow one got deleted. I don't know how that happened, but, uh, but anyway, like, uh, yeah, I'm just super excited to get the pads going and like, uh, I'm excited to talk mess and, uh, and yeah, like, you know, we'll be texting, texting each other throughout oh. the, throughout the season yeah. and I'm going to have you on like throughout the season <laughs> So yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, like whenever you're ready to come on, bro. Like, uh, uh like it's always, you know, I'm gonna make time for you. So, uh, you just let me know when you're ready. And uh, it's Sorry, uh, like for a couple months, bro. Like, I really, you know, I love you, and 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 I want to be on here, but like, I just my life is, it's been. I a little feel you, bro. <laughs> like, uh, I get you. That's why I tell you, like, uh, when when that's why I just keep telling you, like, when you're ready, like you let me know. Like, uh, it's yeah, uh, sure. it it that's that's like uh, the door's always open. So. Yeah. But with that being said, we're going to get out of here. Um, I got to put these kids, uh, put these oh. kids to bed in a little bit. And, uh, and, but yeah, like super stoked to have you on bro. Like, welcome back. And this is not the last time you guys are going to see Nate. Uh, we, he will be on here, uh, a re reoccurring, uh, guest. And, uh, but like, like we keep talking about, be excited, be excited for the, for this season. I think that this is going to be a very unique season and, Everybody just needs to get ready. I think we're going to see some things that we haven't seen before. It happens every single NFL season, but I think this one in particular, I think it's going to be a little bit special. So keep your eyes out. Keep out your eyes out for the podcast. Uh, Nate is like, uh, is not a, is not a, uh, a social media guy. I'm trying to get him on Twitter and <laughs> trying to get him on uh, doing some other stuff, but uh if you want to tell them where they can find where they can find you, like uh, I don't know if you want all these people bombarding you on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for it, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I think I need to get my my. Uh, I played fantasy football for like a decade, and then me and you were in that league together for a couple yeah. of years, and that was fun. since then, I, I haven't had anybody, and I've kind of moved away from from that circle that I was I was hanging out with during that, and and uh, I got a bunch of buddies that have you know, work stuff they do. So I, and I, I haven't been able to jump into any, anything for a while. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think getting a little more involved would be, would, would, would be fun. Um, I'm actually just real quick and I'll let you go. I'm actually getting into coaching. Uh, I might be coaching. Oh. A, I might be coaching a semi-pro football team. Oh, wow. Called the LA Scorpions. Yeah. Doing some, doing some offensive stuff. And uh Actually, with my my son's a quarterback. I know you saw he. he yeah, broke I his saw thumb. that. I was that was that was yeah. sad. Like I I heard about his thumb. Like uh, that's unfortunate. But this kid's mind for the game. If you sat down with him, Pete, I swear to God, his mind for the game is unbelievable. And like his ability to read coverages at the age he's at, and yeah. As he grows, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think he should coach. He, I mean, I, he's gonna do better things with his life, I think, in the sense of initially, yeah, like 
rather than like starting it like some like low end coaching deal. But like, I mean, the kid's ability is off the chart. So he's actually helping me out with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll keep you, I'll keep you updated on that too. And, and if it's going to be for next season, not this year. So yeah, that's sure. happening. I'll keep you updated on that. Anyways, that's all I got, man. I, I appreciate you having me on. Always good to chop it up with you, bro. And uh, like you said, you know, every, every, every two or three weeks, we'll, uh, we'll touch on, on, on how our teams are doing. And, uh, yeah, we'll and talk NFC you know, West and see and just keep talking about our division and that and that like uh just keep everybody up to date on the whole division. You know, and and here's the team staying healthy. You know, I would yeah, hate to for sure one of teams have to tank their year to some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, I I want us to go to war and have fun doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the, <laughs> no excuses. <laughs> no excuses. That's what it is, but yeah, like uh, like I said, I'm 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 stoked to have you on, and like like I said, stoked to having you back later on, and but uh, yeah, everybody enjoy the season. Uh, like I'll be going on again uh, Tuesday with uh, with Wayne Breezy, so get ready for that show, and uh, yeah, like I said, you'll be able to ke- catch this on the audio version of this on the uh, on any podcast platform you can find. Like I, I'm on all of them. So uh, make sure you tell your friends, like, comment, subscribe, please. And uh, yeah, once again, it's always go Niners and whatever they say about the Rams. <laughs> and all you Niners fans, until until Thursday at five, this counts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, brother. You guys have a good night. <laughs>